Welcome back. Welcome back to Radio Islam. This is your host, Tariq Alameen, and we're broadcasting on WCEV 1450 AM. We're also streaming at WCEV1450.com. And remember, folks, uh, if you are just tuning in, keep up with us on social media. Follow and like our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You'll find us at Radio Islam USA. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, so subscribe, rate, and review. We're on TuneIn, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Look for us at Radio Islam USA. And last but not least, be sure to stop by RadioIslam.com. You can check out guest bios and pics and articles and just a bunch of stuff that you're only going to be able to find at RadioIslam.com. All right, family. One of the things that I am really, really pleased to be associated with uh, through uh, Radio Islam, through Sound Vision, is the Crisis Text Line. Uh, many of you know that we unveiled that last year uh, as an effort to respond to Muslims' need for um, for assistance when it comes to mental health. So Sound Vision launched the Crisis Text Line, which is a 24-7 operation. We've been working uh, on that for quite a while, but we have several trained volunteers that are in place and ready to assist those who are dealing with anxiety or depression there are still volunteer opportunities available for those who like to serve as counselors and receive training. Uh, you can go to soundvision.com to get more information on that. But for those who have not heard about it, the crisis text line, you simply have to text Salam to 741741. That's text S-A-L-A-M to 741741. Now, I mentioned that because this really is a very easy and natural segue into uh, uh, this next conversation. And that is about the importance of mental health, mental and emotional well-being. We have on the line to talk with us Wahaj Khan. He is the youth director of Sound Vision, and he is here to talk with us about a really important mental health conference that's coming up. Assalamu alaikum. Waalaikum salam, brother. How you doing, man? Alhamdulillah. All good. All good. So this uh, this mental health conference that's coming up, um, one of the things that I'm really I'm really passionate about is holistic health. Uh, you know, I've been mm-hmm. dieting, trying to work out. But then the other thing that we think about is our emotional, our mental health, mental well-being. So I'm excited that Sound Vision is is doing this. Could you tell me how how did this particular conference come about? Definitely, definitely, man. So uh, just like you talked about holistic health, mental health, and if I may add, third category mm-hmm. is our spiritual health, right? Mm-hmm. So that has a direct connection to our mental health as well. So uh, this idea kind of came along uh, also with our work through Crisis Text Line. We saw that um, that mental health is a big issue and how many people are reaching out and how um, we need a sort of a community event to um, gather information and for us to learn how to help one another out and navigate through the challenges of this life in this world. But what really sparked uh, the fire within me is a few months ago, I think it was about a year ago, you might have heard of this Imam Tariq. There was a man who actually committed suicide mm. uh, uh, right in front of the Kaaba in 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 the Haram. Mm. I, I don't know if you ever heard of it. Uh, no. If you heard of the story, but um, it was a time uh, where this man uh, he was a, he was he was from France, and he committed suicide on one of the levels where people do tawaf around the Kaaba where people circle uh, circulate around the, the house of God, mm-hmm. and he actually. Um, committed suicide from one of the third levels. He jumped from there and committed suicide. 
um, it was a big talk in the community because people were circulating it through WhatsApp and uh, sharing the video. But one of the main talks uh, around the video was that how can this happen? How could someone be in such a holy site, in a holy place, and feel the urge to do such a thing? Right. So uh, in my mind, that uh, it kind of shocked me that people have this type of understanding. Because when we, when we learn about the, the fear of the Prophet, the life of the Prophet, mm-hmm. we learn about the challenges that he had and the, and the sorrow that he had. And if the Prophet faced sorrow and a type of depression, then who are we to say with people that have all types of high faith or iman mm-hmm. uh, and to judge them and say that if you have high faith or and you're in a pure state or wherever you are, that you won't have any type of depression or conflict in your life or have the have the urge or need to ever commit suicide. Do so, you think, Brother uh, Hodge, let me ask you this. Do you think that that is a common mis, uh, misconception, misperception that because you are Muslim or you say you're Muslim, that mm-hmm. mental health is not something that you're going to have to be mindful of or that you're not going to have to deal with. I think you just pointed out how the prophet, peace mm-hmm. and praise be upon him, how he, you know, that sorrow was something that he contended with. But do you think mm-hmm. currently that that's something that most folks just don't really get or think that you're immune from if you say you're Muslim? Without any doubt. And I feel like people who think that if uh, we have the, they have the stigma that if we are praying five times a day, and we're steady with our with our with fasting in Ramadan, and uh, we're consistent with our prayers again. And uh, even if we're praying at night for the Hajj or the night prayer, um, that we won't face any type of hardship in our life. But you know this. Uh, but this life is a is a test and is meant to be hard. So for those of us that either that are close to God, mm-hmm. or uh, have have high faith we're still going to go through a harsh test as well. So um, this, the stigma basically is, is that in, in, our, in our community, in the Muslim community in general, is that just because you have, have faith doesn't mean that you go through tough trials and tribulations, as did the Prophet as well. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so as far as the mental health conference that's coming up, what are some of mm-hmm. the, uh, some of the key goals or outcomes mm-hmm. that, uh, that you're looking mm-hmm. to, to achieve? Mm-hmm. So basically what, I, uh, what I'm trying to do is break it down into three categories. Mm-hmm. So the first um, category that you want to touch on is about the digital age that we live in. Mm-hmm. And right. So uh, how does social media affect our relationships and how we, f- how we feel like we can find instant gratification through through online, but um, uh, but the, is that really the reality? So, for example, for a lot of us, the issue is is that we accept mental health is real, and it's kind of sort of become like a pretty hip vibe that like, hey, mental health is real, uh, like we should support this and stuff like that. But say, if like if I'm the type of person where like I support mental health and I believe it's real, but then something bad happens to me, my father passed away, my grandmother passed away. Instead of feeling sorrow and letting that feeling sink in and feeling reflection, I might just go on my timeline and let it scroll and let it be a distraction for me, you know? Mm. So the fact that a lot of us might accept that mental health is real and we are at the stage like where we don't have the stigma, how are, are we still finding an escape? Are we still avoiding it? Because social media is a big effect of, of that in our lives today. And it's a big effect on our relationships. So one category is how social media is affecting our relationships. And then secondly, 
um, looking at the looking at the life of the prophet and his sorrow, you know. So um, we we talk about the challenges that he faced. That he never met his he was fatherless, never met his father, lost his mother, lost his grandfather, all at the age of eight, mm-hmm. eight years old. So uh, who are we to say that he didn't face any hardship or sorrow in his life, you know? Especially the revelations that would come to him, uh, God, Allah, put him through tests that uh, none of us have been through. But, you know, the, those were the test of his time. So kind of looking at the prophet's mental health, what mm. was his state, you know? Mm. And then in the end, basically making the connection of how our spiritual and uh, uh, mental, spiritual and mental wellness all has a, a direct connection, you know? Right. And from there, what are the first steps that we can take? So sometimes if you have a lack of faith or anything like that, you might want to seek some, some type of counseling from an imam or talk to them, and and uh, so he can help you throughout your spiritual journey, you know. Right. But then also taking the first step, if you have any type of uh, in your in the journey of your your life in general, any disruptions, any distractions, that it's okay to see someone, it's okay to talk to someone, it's okay, to, and it's always appropriate to to seek out uh, to seek out help from a professional, and that's why Sound Vision has invested in the services of Crisis Text Line is to help. Not only the youth, uh, but to help the the uh, the community in general mm-hmm. to to use this resource and to accept that mental health is real. Mm. One one of the things that um, I guess I could add is uh, just a, a thought as far as health is concerned: mental health, emotional health, spiritual mm-hmm. health, whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. We generally have indexes. We have um, an index of where we fall on a particular performance chart and that's kind of um it's kind of a representation of our health you know if you can do if you can Mm -hmm. run a nine minute mile then you Mm -hmm. can you know you you qualify for a certain a lower insurance life insurance rate uh if you can bench Mm -hmm. press 225 pounds um a certain number of times then that's favorably looked on you know i'm thinking sports wise like nfl combine right but when it comes to our mental health and our our spiritual health Mm -hmm. We, we we should definitely assume that there's going to be a point in life, there are going to be circumstances mm-hmm. where that health is going to have is going to be proven. And mm-hmm. to to go to the point you mentioned, you know, life 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 has its difficulties, right? Life mm-hmm. has its difficulties, and you don't know if you prepare for those difficulties, or you should at least prepare for them, I should say, uh, and really invest in the health. So, what's one of the other uh, what's one of the other uh, points that you're you're looking to get out of this? You mentioned uh, social media and how that's often a distraction when it comes to dealing and processing with uh, with difficulties for some people. Mm-hmm. I think um, with with that, they can talk about where it goes into our relationships. Mm-hmm. So, um, so how like when we see like someone happy on our timeline, right? And mm-hmm. we expect that we should have the same happiness as well. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, that person, whoever is happy on our timeline or in, uh, in our Instagram or Snapchat, whatever, yeah. they have some difficulties or challenges in their life behind the screen, you know? Mm-hmm. And just as you do as well with whoever your significant other is or anything like that. So um, the 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 re- to really for people to understand the reality that a lot of the stuff that you see on social media, people will share the good. But a lot of the times, if some people go through challenges in life, they won't really share the, the hardships that they face, right? Right. So 
is to give uh, really to give a strong understanding for those that those couples uh, that uh, that are in line with social media to understand that you know at times this can be a red flag, but the at the end of the day in the digital era we live in. Um, it's 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 it shouldn't be you know that we shouldn't be on social media, but we should be aware of the harm that it could do. Mm-hmm. So um, that's uh, for especially I think uh, like you know for someone who recently got married, mm-hmm. uh, I now understand that like the the importance of how the your partner's happiness has a big impact on your happiness as well. Oh yeah. So um, so uh, for uh, for. For couples to have a, a great, greater understanding of that, and for us uh, as a Muslim community to have uh, built better relationships in our marriages, and for something that's kind of overlooked, and I'm sure as an imam you deal with that as well. That you know, marriage counseling and couples counseling is a huge issue, mm-hmm. and definitely social media has a has a big impact on that as well. Oh yeah, it definitely is a dist- it's a distractor, or it can be a distraction. For mm-hmm. uh, for people who don't use it or don't realize, um, who don't realize some of the pitfalls uh, that can be with it, and I'm certainly not one to tell people, you know, don't use mm-hmm. social media, but to absolutely, definitely be absolutely. to be responsible about it because those DMs can get you in trouble. Having folks, you know, side messaging you uh, and yeah. losing point to the uh, of the very important point that you mentioned about the importance of your your spouse's happiness. How that yes. being directly tied to your own, um, yes. yeah. So that that that's definitely critical. Can you talk to us a, a bit about the um, who are some of the the, the partners and folks that mm-hmm. are helping to bring this um, conference to fruition? Absolutely. So of course we're gonna we're working with two MSAs. We're working with the UIC MSA mm-hmm. and the Benedictine University MSA. So the event is at Benedictine University and the Daniel. L. Goodwin Hall of Business uh, in Lyle, Illinois, mm-hmm. um, on February 16th from 12:30 to 5:30 p.m. Um, so basically, the those are the two MSAs that are working with us, uh, that are uh, gathering, that are doing the marketing for the event and gathering people to come together. And their MSAs are all coming together to join us for the event, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're also working with this beautiful organization called Khalil Center that does amazing work. Uh, Khalil oh, Center yeah. does. Khalil Center is a Zakat Foundation project. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, Khalil Center is a social and spiritual community wellness center, and it's designed to address issues of therapy and counseling uh, with a spiritual aspect for the Muslim community. So they have different locations all throughout the country. They have a location in the Bay Area. They have a location here in Glen Allen, Illinois. They have one office in the city as well, um, and they have multiple offices throughout the um, throughout the country that I can't remember right now, mm-hmm. but they do amazing work. And we're, we're using the services of their professionals uh, for people like uh, Dr. Human, uh, Dr. Fahad Khan, uh, Dr. Sabahat, and uh, Dr. Iman, um, who have tons of experience in counseling and therapy and understand the needs of the Muslim community. And they really helped us uh, put the program together for us to really understand what the community needs are at this time mm-hmm. and how we can address them. So um, shout out to Khalil Center and shout out to BUMSA, Benedictine University MSA, and shout out to UIC MSA for um, not only gathering people uh, for this event, but really um, accepting that you know this is an issue that needs to be discussed and putting uh, like work into it, you know, which is very important. And I'm glad that 
the MSAs are actually doing it because it shows that we have a bright future, you know? So mm-hmm. if the MSAs are involved in it from this point, people that are involved in it from this point, and they're doing work about uh, such a heavy topic, I'm sure they have um, the ability to do even greater work in the future, inshallah, God willing. Inshallah, inshallah. I've, I've got to ask, um, is this is there a cost associated with this event? This this uh, event is absolutely free. So you just got to come, sit down, benefit, be amazed, go home, and get your mental and spiritual wellness on check. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> what one more mm-hmm. one more thing. Um, because I think oftentimes there is an assumption when we talk about social media, mm-hmm. this digital age, that we are kind of closing the door on uh, our, our seniors. Um, mm-hmm. But this is a conference, from what I understand, this is actually open for everyone. Absolutely, absolutely. Of course, we took in the help from MSA, so we have like the, the power of the youth behind us. Right. But um, But we also have to recognize that uh, many old people uh, who, who have more of the stigma in our community mm-hmm. of mental health, um, whether they accept it or not, they are in dire need of it, you know? Yeah. So, um, uh, invite, so for all the young folks that are listening out there, uh, for those of you who do accept that mental health is real, invite your grandma, invite your grandpa, invite your dad, and invite your father and uncle and auntie, mm-hmm. because whether they accept that this is real or not, uh, this is something that they, they could take a first step to realizing uh, that um, what's, that this is actually something that's important and realize it. And um, they can absolutely take the first step. And the first step is something, which is a session that we'll discuss as well mm-hmm. at um, the conference as well, inshallah, God willing. Inshallah. I've got to mention as we close out that um, I'm going to go back to the importance of relationships, which you mentioned at the outset of the conversation mm-hmm. on our emotional, mm-hmm. uh, our spiritual health, we are better as individuals when we are also, when we're better collectively. So this is, um, this is, uh, this is, a, this is a wonderful, wonderful event. And, um, yeah, we're looking, uh, we're looking for, for many more great things to come out. And I'm really happy that this is something that is being pushed by our younger, uh, generation because you're not going to be young for long. So, <laughs> keep it up keep it up what you trying to say my sorry. <laughs> what you trying to say bro <laughs> alright brother well, Hodge, I appreciate you um, giving information to the Radio Sound family um, t- tell them that date again February what 16th <clears throat> February 16th 2019 at Benedictine University Danielle L. Goodwin Hall if for the information please go to www.soundvision.com slash Chicago Please register. It's absolutely free, and you will not regret it, inshallah. All right, inshallah. All right, with that, Radio Islam family, we're going to take a short break, but we will be back in a moment. This is Radio Islam on WCEV, 1450 AM.